Uh, hi everybody. Welcome to this episode of Beware the Board, a horror podcast where we watch a randomly selected horror movie every week. I'm Bob. And I'm Ben. How have you been, Benjamin? I've been fine. Do you want to tell everyone about the great expense of your bank account, or are we going to not talk about that on the podcast? (laughs) So much pain. (laughs) Bob's... I had to to fix some stuff in my car, and it cost some me a, stuff. a lot of money. You had to fix a couple of things. I had to do brakes and stuff and tires. It was do a you, lot. Do you want to tell the good people how much money you spent? No. <laughs> no. Let's just say it was more than I was expecting when he came up to me and told me about it. It was a lot of money. That's fine. I ate my feelings. We had a potluck at work. <laughs> That's Oh, my God, dude. I had so much food. I felt so terrible after. I can't imagine why, Bob. <laughs> See, Bob has a... He's very lactose intolerant. Super lactose intolerant. But he refuses to take lactose pills. No, no, no. I have some. I have some. When was the last have... time you've ever used those? Last Friday. Wow. That's more than I thought. But the thing is, I didn't have them at work. That's the problem. But he, he never uses them when he's eating dairy. No, I try... Basically. Well, I forget most yeah. of the time. But yeah. I have them. They're, I watched this man scarf down maybe a quarter of a plate of cheese and also yeah. cheesecake. Yep. And pizza. Mm-hmm. Is there any other I, dairy-based products there? Oh, God. No, not off the top of my head. I don't know. It was, it was a lot. The thing is, I, I was fine all night at work. I came home, terrible time. Felt awful. Like, absolute dog shit. I, uh, on that note. What? You you want to get to the board? Or do you have anything else to say? Well, I kind of wanted to talk about Skinamarink sk- 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 a little bit. Oh, yeah. Bob watched Skinamarink, not on the podcast. Yeah, well, Ben said I could. Yeah. I had to ask expressly. I didn't think it was going to go on here. Uh, and I agree with you that it should not have gone in here. Uh, the only reason I want to talk about Skin Marink is because we both seen reviews online. It's very, uh, very split. People polarizing. Either, polarizing. People either love it or they hate it. No one's like it's fine, right? No, either the it's like the scariest thing ever, or it was so boring and I hated it. Uh, I'm in the camp of holy shit, that movie scared the absolute piss out of me. But. But this is just a warning for anyone, because it's on Shutter now, so if you have a Shutter subscription, you can go watch it. It's not in theaters anymore, I don't think. It's a boring movie. Like, nothing happens. There is no plot. It's it. It's weird. It's experimental. I really enjoyed it. I think Ben will like it. But if you're not into slow movies, don't watch this movie. It will do nothing for you. But it scared the bejesus out of me. So bad. Like, okay, so Ben has seen me on this podcast. When I get scared, I get angry. <laughs> I get fighty. I was so scared that I moved past fight into full-on flight. I was not having it. When Bob goes in the flight, which I've seen him do, he he always wears a beanie for anyone who's interested, and he pulls the beanie over his eyes. I, this is exactly what happened. I pulled the beanie over my eyes. I was watching it with one of my friends, and I was like, dude, I tell me when it's over. I can't watch this. He did the same thing during uh, Rick. Rick 1? No, yeah. during yeah. Rick. Oh, I, we're not getting into this right now. I'm not having we're this gonna conversation get into on the this. podcast. You got to be correct with your titles. Mm. You could call it the OG Rick if you want to be specific. <laughs> Well, it's not. I'll let that pass. I'm not gonna say that. But you can't. You can't say wreck one. I can though, and I will. And I'm. I'm not gonna respond properly. I'm gonna go. You mean what? Wreck? Oh my god. Also, I rewatched Halloween for anyone who's interested. I just want to talk about this now because, like, I have nothing else to talk about. You mean Halloween one? Uh, uh, I'm gonna throat punch you if you guys. If Ben stops talking, it's because I choked (laughs) him out. But I watched. I bought a bunch of Blu-rays. We've talked about this. All of them came in the mail, so I watched the first Halloween again. Yeah, he bought the Blu-rays for the movies we've been watching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to get all of them, but I'm just getting the ones for movies that I like first. Yeah, he uh, he couldn't find Halloween 3, which is why that hasn't been purchased yet. No, Halloween 3 is on the bottom of my list of purchases. Bob actually liked Halloween 3. He's just mad about I, yeah, it. Yeah, I, I am. That movie's fine. I just am upset about it. But I rewatched Halloween. 
and I watched the extended version. Man, that movie's still really good. I was kind of worried on the second, like, watch through that it wouldn't be as good. No, still great. Still love that movie. I just wanted to let you know, Ben. You know? Okay. <laughs> if you were wondering, still uh, my favorite. I was wondering so, so much. <laughs> so, so much. You are such, so, okay. Anyway, I guess we can do the podcast now. Okay. So what? What do I have left, Benjamin? You got two spots left. You have spot number two for pseudo- documentaries Mm -hmm. and bot number three for parasite okay that last week's episode was a fucking slog i'm gonna be honest i know that episode is long as fuck and we recorded that at the end of a three a three movie recording session so it's pretty that movie was not great okay and i'm i'm still upset about it i don't know you rated it pretty highly i rated it higher than i wanted to because out of (laughs) out of what spite No, out of... You know that's going to bring the average up to, like, a two. But the thing is, if if you hadn't told me all the things that were different in the book, I think I would have liked it. You know what I mean? Like, I don't... I didn't really want your... My perspective... Your perspective of the book to taint my viewing experience of the movie. But it's yeah. not a great movie, objectively. But it's not the worst thing I've ever seen. It's fine if you don't have the book to compare it to, I think. Oh, yeah, so fine. It's... You know, I'm not gonna, I'm going to put... You know who I said like this likes this movie, that movie. You're not going to put them on blast? I'm not going to put them on blast on the podcast. I'd but. like to point out, though, that a 30% on like IMDb is a 1.5 on this podcast. And you gave it a 1, and I gave it a 3. Yeah, so it's now rated higher on this podcast. <sighs> That's on you. It is on me, but I was trying to be nice about it, okay? Don't be nice. Destroy. So, picking the last Parasite movie kind of scares me, because like that was a stinker. But the first Parasite movie we watched was cool! So cool that I bought the Blu-ray. Maybe this one would be fun. Well, it'd be gross. That's my worry. I don't really have that full of a stomach, but like, I don't really feel like throwing up today. But also, this mockumentary category has been pretty spooky, and I don't feel like dealing with that either, especially after the scary weekend I had. Okay, I'll go with Parasites. Okay. Yeah, what's the last Parasite movie, Benjamin? Today, we're going to watch Slither. Oh! <laughs> what is that? What is that? It's a movie involving parasites. Oh. Ready for the description? Sure, man. A small town meets an alien life form. It doesn't get more classic than that. Oh, actually, that sounds... This sounds like it might be not so scary and more more chill. Yeah. (laughs) I hope so. I almost thought you were going to say squirm, which is not, I guess, technically not a parasite movie, but still scary. Ass high ass. Yeah. All right. Ready? Yeah, Ben. 2006. Okay. It's an hour and 35 minutes long. All right. It's rated R. Thank God. For review scores, it's a 6.5 out of 10 on IMDb, a tomato meter score of 87%, and an audience score of 63%. You know what? This sounds like a fun time. Better than Dreamcatcher. So uh, it has two awards and five nominations. It has a Saturn Award to Todd Masters and Dan Rebert for Best Makeup, and a Chainsaw Award to James Gunn for Highest Body Count. Oh, James Gunn? Like, I didn't know he was he did anything with this. This is cool. Yeah. All I right. didn't know what other stuff he did before he, like, started doing Guardians of the Galaxy and whatnot. This is, like, his first movie. Really? That's really cool. Now yeah. I'm excited. Don't quote me on that, but I believe this is his first. That's really awesome. Okay. Probably. I mean, I believe Allegedly. I- I'll believe you. I don't have anything It's pretty early. Otherwise. Anyways, people to, like, look out for in this film. Nathan Fillion. Nathan Fillion's in this, hell yeah. Bill Party, you might know him as Richard Castle from Castle. I've seen that entirety of that show, it's not very good. Captain Malcolm Mal Reynolds from Firefly. I have not seen Firefly, actually. And most importantly, Captain Hammer from Dr. Horrible's sing-along vlog. Ugh, you know I love that shit. Listen, I'm a a musical theater kid, I love musicals so much. The Hammer is my penis. (laughs) That's one of the best lines in that whole fucking musical. (laughs) No, it's so fun because he's like, I'm gonna give her the hammer. Leaves the room. 
comes back in. Oh, so good. Elizabeth Banks as Starla Grant. You might know her as Effie Trinket in The Hunger Games. Oh, okay. You know, the one yeah. with like the crazy makeup. Yeah, I know who you're talking about. Uh, Michael Rooker as Grant Grant. Grant Grant. Awesome. Uh, he's Yandu Udonta in Guardians of the Galaxy. I haven't seen Guardians of the Galaxy. Or for people on this podcast, he's Henry in Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. I haven't seen that either. Are we going to watch that? That sounds kind of cool. Uh, maybe depends okay. on like if there's a category for it. Well, yeah, I know, but I didn't know. Listen, sometimes there are movies where you go, we're just not gonna watch that. Oh, that's a good movie. Okay, well, there we go. Don Thompson as Wally. All right, uh, you might know him as Detective Gallagher in Watchmen. I haven't seen Watchmen. Greg Henry as Jack McCready, Grandpa in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, I haven't seen. I haven't seen it. It's okay. Uh, Hag Sutherland as Trevor. You might know him as Aaron in Halloween Resurrection. God damn it. I, when we get there. Lloyd Kaufman is sad drunk. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, man. This movie sounds great. I'm already in. You might also know him as Vinny Venison and a most atrocious thing. And then finally, uh. Jennifer Fisher as Shelby. Okay. Which you might know as Pam Beasley from The Office. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, Bob apparently didn't know who that was, but yeah, he's figured it out. Well, no, I know. I don't know the name, but I know that character from The Office. I haven't seen The Office, but I watched a lot of. Let's see. I've never sat down and watched The Office, but I picked up a lot of The Office episodes through osmosis. Osmosis. Not Jones, just, you know, the general term. I didn't say Jones. Said I Jones. said Jones. All right, director is James Gunn, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, fairly famous now. Doing yeah. all the DC... Kind of uh, controversial now. Well, yeah, doing all the, the DC, DC universe stuff, stuff yeah. Uh, writers, also James Gunn. Uh, he's also written, like, The Belko Experiment, Scooby-Doo, and Scooby-Doo 2, The <laughs> Monsters Unleashed. Those movies are awesome. The live-action ones, yeah. They're fucking wild. Or you get Matthew Lillard as uh, Shaggy. Yeah. Best casting choice it's ever. so good all right budget's estimated at 15 million but the box office was only 12.8 oh that sucks country of origin united states and canada it's also known as horribilis in france which just means horrible the german title which i'll give you and then you can translate i'll try slither vol auf den schleim gegangen can i see can i see the actual words uh so i could maybe read it v-o-l-l vol oh, yeah God. vol okay. off a-u-f den d-e-n s-a-s-c-h-l-e-i-m Flame. <laughs> and then Gagongin. 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 That means to go. G E G A N G E N. Yeah, yeah, that means like gone. Like to. I don't know what. How to translate that because I don't know the rest of those Slither. words. Slither. Got it all slime. Got it all slime? I guess. That's weird. That's the German title, like I said. I have not taken enough German to read that. And then Slither. Feltel mar nevetve. That's the Hungarian title, which means Slither. Have you ever been scared laughing? Oh, thank God. I'm so. Oh. Ugh. What's wrong, Bob? I'm not. I oh, know. I'm just. I'm excited. Why are you excited? Because I. I feel like this is not going to be the normal kind of movie. Maybe. Could I'm, be super gross, though. It's going to be gross, but that's fine. All right, tagline. Sure. What's gotten into you? <laughs> oh, fuck that. I will say, I did not see that one on posters, but... That's a cool tagline. You know. uh, so, for our facts, uh, Slither is, like I said, Gun's directorial debut. Mm. I did write that down, so it's not allegedly anymore. <laughs> Uh, Gunn began his career in Hollywood working with Troma Entertainment. Oh, you didn't know. that makes sense. I didn't know that, but that makes sense. His first writing credit is Tromeo and Juliet. That movie I've not seen, but I've heard it's one of their best. And so you can kind of see stuff like that in his style and humor and kind of some of his later movies. Makes sense. Especially these early directorial ones. Jenna Fisher is in this movie, you know, Pam Beasley, mm -hmm. because at the time she was married to James Gunn. Oh, I didn't know that, actually. Yeah, they were married from 2000 to 2008. Huh. Uh, there is a slight controversy due to accusations about this film being a slight ripoff of a 1986 film called Night of the Creeps. Oh. I don't know if you've heard of that one. I haven't heard of it, but... Gunn has 
kind of gone on record stating that this film is primarily inspired by Cronenberg's Shivers and The Brood, mm. as well as the manga Uzumaki by Junji Ito. Oh, okay. Some more Ito. But I- the movie's really intended to pay homage to like horror comedies of the 1980s. <laughs> um, he is, at least at the time of writing, not seen Night of the Creeps. Oh. They just happen to be similar. Interesting. Okay. If you didn't figure this out, it's a horror comedy. Uh, that is exciting for me. That does not mean you're safe. No, but like I'm excited. Uh, I think one of the things to note here is it's one of the only horror comedies of the early 2000s, which might be the reason it failed at the box office because like that wasn't really a genre at the time in the same way it is now. Yeah, I guess the only like horror comedy we've really watched was I guess Night of the Demons 2 technically because that movie is intentionally very funny. I think like it doesn't take itself as serious is the first one you know yeah it's more more fun but that was in the 90s mm-hmm. so it's interesting i mean the markets change you know yeah all right so this film is i think important to note the first film gun and rooker worked on together mm. uh, he's the guy who plays grant grant in this but also uh yondu Okay. They work on a lot of stuff together. That's cool. I always like when directors like have certain actors that they like and they can pull for certain roles that are really good. You know. Well, Gunn worked on him. Gunn worked with him on this project, mm-hmm. and he liked like working with him so much that he just gets yeah. It's just stuff. it's nice to see like directors pull from people they know to pick stuff that they like know will fit them. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's nice. I like it. I've heard about this film. So, like, it uses a bunch of practical effects in it mm-hmm. for yeah. creature stuff. I heard somewhere that this film used so much silicone in doing its practical effects that yeah. it depleted the national supply of silicone for a month. <gasps> Holy they back shit. Up. Oh, my God. I'm going to... Oh, this is going to be gross, Ben. Uh, and then final point. This film's filled with, like, a lot of Easter eggs. Uh, oh, you can look out for them. Okay. But there's a lot, especially names. Like, the names of characters tend to be Easter eggs, the names of stores and stuff. Really? Okay. A lot, a lot, a lot. Like, horror-related stuff? Yeah, oh, yeah. Okay, cool, cool. But, like, more than I can put down. All right. Uh, did you Do you have some of the big ones written down for after? Uh, I'll try and catch as many as I can. Try and catch as many as you can. I don't remember off the top of my head, but I mean... It's the point where most of the name characters, their names are references to stuff. Holy shit! Like wow, that that much. Okay, but that's all I got until the post movie. So all right, let's uh let's uh, start a watching. I guess we're gonna go watch Slither. <laughs> Hi everybody, welcome back. We just finished watching Slither. <laughs> All right, uh, what do you think, Bob? No spoilers, let's, let's um, start. Let me see. It's gross, you were right, it's very gross. <coughs> it's not that gross. Okay, it's gross for me, Ben. I know. Okay, listen, on my scale of gross, it's pretty gross. It's an almost vomit. Oh, I, I did almost throw up. It's it's fun, I liked it. Yeah, I it's enjoyed fun. the movie. Uh, it's very James Gunn-esque, yeah? Yeah, it's, it's campy, but in like a fun, it's campy and fun. I know, I just meant like you can tell he directed it, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's it very much yeah. So if you good. if you like his stuff, it's pretty it's pretty uh, par for the course for him. Yeah, just kind of I don't know crude humor mixed in with serious subjects. Yeah, that's it's very it reminded me a lot of Eight Legged Freaks, and it's sort of campy in a way. But like James Gunn likes to do certain things, like the characters will be doing something in like a normal movie they'd succeed on the first time, but these characters struggle. It's very good stuff. Yeah. Anything you want to say, though, before we get into the kind of rough summary and then... Mm-mm. No, I'll save it all for after. Okay. Well, i going to try to be pretty brief here because I don't want to spoil too much. Yeah, I feel like a lot of this movie is reacting to the whack-ass shit. Like, yeah. the absolute insanity of this movie sometimes. I'm just sitting there like... Oh. But basically, 
what ends up happening is there a meteor, there's a meteorite. Yep. And it lands on Earth, and something comes out of it, which is very much reminiscent of uh, the original The Blob. Oh, really? Yeah. I didn't know that. It's from it's a space alien. Mm. Interesting. Or uh, Venom in Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah, I guess <laughs> Venom. <laughs> Basically, it's like the most classic trope of a thing comes from outer space and a and a meteorite. Yeah, and then it starts doing stuff to people and like yeah. atta- and being an alien. Yeah, it's pretty classic. I can't believe we got two alien movies in a row. I mean, I can. <laughs> well, yeah, you knew they were on the fucking thing, yeah. but I didn't know. Um. But the thing arrives, and this guy, his name's Grant Grant. Good old Grant Grant. He's, like, out in the woods, and he gets jabbed by it. See, I thought that was going to be a bigger part of the movie. I thought that was how it was going to, like... Yeah, Bob saw the... Basically, the thing that's in the meteorite kind of looks like a white pupa kind of thing. Yeah, almost like a, um... But then it, it opens with two, shall we say, flaps... Yeah. It looks very, um, do you know what the word is? I don't. Because I was like, phallic is. For a penis. Is a penis. But I don't know what for it What's what the technical vagina? term for it? It looks like a vagina. Yeah. It actually, um, you've seen Alien, right? Yeah. Like the original one? Mm-hmm. You know, like the weird egg things? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know how they have four lips? Yeah. That's because originally they had two. Oh. But it, was, it looked too much like a vagina. <laughs> That's um, really funny. And this movie just went with the two. And, the two. And yeah. then a little, like, needle-looking thing pops out and, and starts, starts shaking. wiggling at Grant. And he's, like, looking at, like, ooh, what's Which, that? I'm not even going to dive into what the... The implication of that is? the implication yeah. and the stuff is there. But, I mean, it's pretty heavily implied later with the... Oh, yeah. The penis tentacles. <laughs> Basically, Grant... The thing shoots into Grant's chest and climbs up. And then we get to see a, uh, like... An x-ray version of yeah that was really cool i thought that was interesting brain. i i like when movies such as like this like this like a parasite movie sort of leans into the more biological aspect of it and shows you some stuff like that it's kind of cool i mean i guess it looks super early 2000s yeah but it's cool then it's better than just showing us nothing right because now we like at least we know now that the thing is moved to his brain and oh, no. isn't just like running around in its body eating him or something it's right? stylized and it works super well for this movie I yeah just putting that out there uh like the gta kind of mm-hmm. anyways it's good uh, it infects grant and then grant becomes basically like the main host for this thing yeah he goes around eating meat <laughs> he just goes meat meat um, <laughs> it's very very weird he goes to the supermarket and buys like a bunch of raw beef yeah but he, a bunch of steaks he then finds he eventually has like these weird tentacles coming out of his chest where he was stabbed and he has two of them and each one has like a little prong at the front yeah like like a a spike yeah and he ends up shoving them into this other lady brenda's belly oh god and you can see them pump stuff into her and she becomes what we're gonna call a worm womb yeah basically he injects her with a bunch of eggs and she starts to become really really hungry Mm-hmm. And she just eats a lot of meat, and she eats and eats and eats, and she swells up like a balloon. Like if you've ever seen uh, the original Willy Wonka mm-hmm. and the Chocolate Factory, or if you've seen the remake Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, yeah, and seen the scene with Violet where she swells up yep. like a blueberry, mm-hmm. that's kind of what Brenda looks like. Like that, but way bigger, and it's all real flesh, and her face is like in the middle of it, stuck to the front with blood. It almost made me throw up. She looks like a pimple with red hair and the thing is the woman it wasn't even that that it was like the way she fucking like boobed while it was like the way it like it gyro oh that's what almost made bob vomit the way she like it just it like jiggles in a really bad way and it's really really gross it's it's probably the least gross thing in this movie it just it checks boxes for bob oh god but she explodes yeah uh which is a horrifying fate because Ew. like you watch the so, skin rip and tear yeah, from the explosion. She, she's under so much pressure internally. 
Yeah. Uh, but she rips apart, and thousands upon thousands of these little worms come out of her. Oh. And they kind of look like I think tongues slugs. is the best thing but I would yeah, call them. If you've ever seen like a beef tongue, mm-hmm. like a cow's tongue, they're yeah. about that size. I don't know. I'd say they're probably about the size of a forearm. Yeah, that's pretty good. Minus the hand. but Yeah, just like this part. Yeah, so yeah. I don't know, maybe a foot. Maybe a foot, yeah. And they're kind of like wider at one end and they go to a tip. Uh, but they slither around, hence the name Slither. Yeah. And their big thing is they jump into people's mouths, climb into the brain. I assumedly eat it. Yeah, I don't know. And replace it. Probably. And then uh, the main parasite, who has shared memories with Grant. Yeah. It basically starts to think of itself as Grant. And it's all like a hive mind, too. Controls all these bodies as a yeah. hive mind. Like, Grant talks through them. Because at this point, he's a really fucked up kind slug, of slug man. They call him a squid. Yeah. He's got, like, tentacles and stuff, and it's it's gnarly. But long story short, Grant's plan is to get all the zombies he now controls to collect meat so he can make more warm wombs. Mm-hmm. And then to have some of the guys shunt with him to become larger. He gets big. But while all that's happening, Starla, Grant's wife, yep, who Grant, Parasite Grant, is still in love with. Yeah. Party. Good old Bill Party. And this girl, do you Kaylee. Kaylee. I'm glad you catch names. The You want to know the reason I remember that? Why? Because the one of the kids in Skin and Rink is named Kaylee. Oh, well. And that name stuck with me. They're all kind of like running around, and their end plan is to kill Party. Not kill Party. Kill Grant Grant. Grant. Yeah. Um, which they do. They they win. Well, I'm they, not going to tell you how. They don't win. They But well. they, they do win. They and kill Grant. They Let's kill Grant. And once they kill Grant, all the zombies die. Because, yep. again, I think the slugs like either destroy their brain or eat it. Yeah. But that's really the movie. Yeah, that's about it, honestly. Uh, a lot of it's pretty funny, so go watch <laughs> it, it for yourself. It is funny. It's it's a fun, campy watch, I think. I think it's enjoyable. I just I just really enjoy the juxtaposition of the situation the characters find themselves in and some of the ways they react. It's so good. Yeah, but see, everyone reacts pretty sensibly. That's what's funny. But they're funny about how they're reacting. Sure. If that makes sense. Like, they're freaking out. But I think the best example is Jack, Jack McCready. Which yeah. great reference to uh, the thing. Yeah. Uh, starts freaking out about all the slugs and stuff. And they're in this cop car. They're driving away from all these zombies. And we see him lean over and open a cooler. And he starts freaking out because he doesn't have his Mr. Pib. He's, like, he's like, I told your secretary to pack my pib. It's the only Coke I like. It's so fucking stupid. <laughs> That's what I enjoy, though, is, like, this is such a ridiculous situation, and some of the character reactions are so serious, it's it's so funny. Like, any time that Bill just goes, holy fucking shit, it makes me laugh. Yeah. Because it's just so, it's absurd. It's just absurd. No, it's, it's fun. It's a creature feature that leans into humor. Yeah. It doesn't take itself too seriously, and it's fun. Yeah, that's that's a good description. Yeah. You want me to kind of go over my notes? I only got two. So. Yeah, sure, yeah. Let's see Pretty what talking points you have for this one. First thing I think to note about this movie is it's, like I said, it's supposed to be inspired by, you know, horror movies from the 80s and stuff. Yeah. But it's you can tell it's kind of very derivative of, like, a mashup between a bunch of different horror movies, especially mm-hmm. creature features. Like, The Thing, I mean, obviously, we see Jack McCready yeah. is a reference to McCready. But The Thing that Grant Grant becomes, mm-hmm. Squid as they call him, has a bunch of tentacles and stuff, which to me is very reminiscent of The Thing. Especially yeah. where he's, like, melding with stuff. I, I said what he's doing where he's absorbing people. I referred to that as shunting because that's what happens in society. Uh, I was thinking, like, The Blob, too, just, like, sucking up stuff. Yeah, but you haven't seen The Blob. 
Well, yeah, but I know about the block. Kind you of know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, it, there's a lot of stuff that's very reminiscent of other horror movies. I said a lot of people think this is like a ripoff of Night of the Freaks, mm-hmm. which, not to spoil too much, but that also involves like alien slugs and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that's something to take with like a grain of salt in this movie. Is there's It seems like it's paying homage to like stuff, but mm-hmm. at the same time, it feels very close to maybe something you've seen before. Sure. Uh, it's just stylistically different because it's a comedy. Yeah. I, ju- I, I can see that. I'm just, here's the thing. I haven't seen any of these other movies, so I can't really like elaborate because yeah. I don't have a reference point for this. I, I guess. Like I've seen the thing, but like. I guess know. what I'm trying to say is like, I think all the creature stuff is fun. I do too. I think it looks cool too. But it also doesn't feel super original. No, it, I would say it's not a very original idea for a movie. Like, it feels like an old hat kind of thing. Kind of, but it still works. Yeah, it works because it's... Like, if this had been serious... Uh, it wouldn't have It been. wouldn't have worked because no. I've seen the creature stuff a hundred times exactly. in a hundred different ways. Like I said, it's it's very reminiscent of a lot of stuff. But because it's a comedy, it's now a new setting and it feels mm-hmm. unique enough. It feels fresher. I also think the fact that at the start of the movie, you know, it's revealed that Grant is infected. I was... I kind of went and like oh this is a single like parasite like infected thing like this is this is yeah. a single creature and the switch up to the worms was really cool because we spent most of the movie just with Grant being the only problem Heck, the switch up from Grant being mostly normal to oh now he has little sex penises coming out of his yeah his chest which they are very phallic they are super phallic which I think this is a good time to mention when Grant infects people oh god they it's very framed like sex like it the is. people being mm-hmm. injected with the eggs and stuff the eggs and stuff look like they're orgasming for yeah. lack and of I a think better that's term. Supposed to be a joke. I was just grossed it's out. It's supposed to be on, on purpose. Like yeah. the movie's hypersexualizing the parasite stuff, mm-hmm. which is weird. It's weird, but it's also very classic. I mean yeah. Alien, which is probably the most famous alien and or parasite movie mm-hmm. super sexual oh yeah for sure and i mean obviously for us as humans it's hard to get around the idea that someone being Ugh. inserted with something for reproduction is not sexual sure so it makes sense that they do it it's just there's some weird scenes like when yeah. grant infects uh brenda oh god that one's the worst one she, he goes over there and she thinks he's trying to have sex with her yeah so they she starts taking off like her shirt mm-hmm. and then he gets on top of her like missionary essentially yeah and injects and it's just it's framed very much like it's supposed to look like sex because it's jumping between Starla which is his wife and it's framed like he's cheating on her yep I don't know there's there's a bunch of stuff like that <sighs> but gives me the heebie-jeebies I don't like it I mean I think this is a good transition for the actual monster sure uh, you said it's a hive mind which yeah. it is which is very um, cool I, I like that too I will mention it's less like certain hive minds where it's all the creatures make up one consciousness and more like one creature the stinger thing yeah that infects Grant is mm-hmm. controlling a bunch of other things yeah 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 kind of like a queen system yeah sort of like there's like a center of activity and then it reaches out yeah uh, like a little network mm-hmm. but i think the the well this creature i don't think it's anything to write home about i don't know what your thoughts are there uh i think i don't think it's anything to write home about but i do think it's it's cool mostly because of what grant becomes but i think the idea of it being a hive mind i really like the fact that it also infects animals and it uses that to its advantage and uses that to watch them and shit that's cool yeah like the whole thing with the deer top tier yeah i mean i think it's i enjoy that part i guess my point is it's cool it just felt too familiar for me sure 
That's fair. The thing that I think is the most unique about the creature, though, is the fact that it's implied that this creature is like a world destroyer. Oh, like, yeah. Like, it's super old, and it's been hopping from world to world, mm-hmm. uh, essentially infecting one person and then eating the whole planet. Yep. I, I was just wondering what your thoughts on that were. It's cool. It's sort of, I don't want to say derivative, but, like, that's a classic, you know. A destroyer of worlds. Like, a classic sort of, hell, I'm even going to jump to it. Warhammer 40k. That's just what the Tyranids are. They're just a bug thing that shows up on a planet, eats it, and then moves on. Yeah, I mean, it's... In a very similar way, at least. It's obviously pretty classic to have an alien species that goes destroying worlds. That's yeah. the whole trope of alien invasions, right? Mm-hmm. I just think it's interesting to see, like, one species that's like a hive mind hopping, mm-hmm. because that's that's more unique, you know? I mean, that's what Tyranids do. They are a hive mind that hops. Yeah, but see, you have to think about this species is not like a hive mind where it's it doesn't have that same range, so... So, like, think about this. This this is what I like to think about because it's, it's a weird implication. But when this creature wanted to come to this planet, the weird, like, stabby thing yeah. had to crawl out of its main host, get put in, like, a weird flesh capsule, encased in rock, and then shot to another planet. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Like, it's not like there's a mega hive mind or anything. No, it's just no, one, it's creature. one creature. Damn. So it's, it's less like a hive mind going from place to place and more like it's an astronaut. It hops in. It's whatever. Yeah, whatever that little cocoon thing is. It comes out of I don't is. know how it makes it. I don't know either. But it launches itself to a new planet. And keeps um, going. That's I really just think grody. that's kind of interesting. That is cool. I guess I didn't look at it like that because I hadn't really considered the fact that it's one big being. Yeah. And not like a bunch of individual little it's, creatures. It's less like a hive mind and more like just one creature and then the worms are like it. It's, I guess, tentacles. It's tendrils. It's I reach. would think of them more like white blood cells or something. Yeah. It's almost as if it's like one one big creature with its, I don't know what with its immune system and or like. That can leave its body. Yeah, to go yeah. out and do its bidding. It's kind of cool. I just, it's it feels less like a traditional hive mind, I guess. Yeah, no, now that you frame it like that, I, I could totally see that. That Where makes way more like, sense. Because in a traditional hive mind, well, you might have drones and stuff. Yeah. Theoretically, it can survive on usually with if everything but one drone dies, you know? Yeah. But this thing, is has it has a central body. It's the little stabber thing. Mm-hmm. And everything else is extra parts. Interesting. I don't know. It's the hive mind stuff and the jumping from world to world feels the most unique to me. Yeah. Not that, like you said, that's the most unique thing ever but it's it adds depth to the the monster that it didn't otherwise need that's true i mean it doesn't really need all that background stuff like that's just interesting extra bits and we only learn about that background stuff through one of the coolest scenes in the movie yeah kaylee Mm -hmm. she gets a worm in her mouth but she catches it with her really big fake nails yeah that her friend just gave her the day before and she she's holding it in her mouth and it's trying to like i guess link up to her brain Yeah, trying to like meld into her consciousness and so she gets flashes of like the things past Mm -hmm. which i think is cool it like it adds, I think it adds depth to the creature, but also, like, I don't know, it adds, what's, the, like, weight to the creature? Yeah. Because you realize, oh, this thing is not, like, this isn't its first rodeo. It's done this before. I think you definitely need that in the movie because, like we said, it's kind of a horror comedy, but it leans more into comedy. Yeah. And without a scene that gives the creature weight, I think it wouldn't feel threatening. No, it really wouldn't. Because it's so humorous. It is because all of the, ugh, all the people who, like, the people who are infected just look. The way they move is real funny. They move funny kind of like the slugs don't know how to move them yeah really well it's really cool i think there's probably some disconnect between the brain and the slug for control mm-hmm. they move kind of slow the only thing that's really scary about them is they spit acid that is fucking freaky when they start spitting acid at people i'm freak me out and it doesn't really melt someone as much as it causes something to swell and then explode yeah but yeah you have any th- other thoughts on the creature uh let me think i don't really have any other thoughts on the creature my big thing at least is while it's not the most unique creature in the world i think it fits the 
tone of the movie well. No, I mean it's it works with the tone of the movie well. It's just uh, I think my end statement here is it it's a cobbled together mix of all the best things of a lot of really good monsters. Yeah, that's fair. And so it just doesn't feel super original because we see all those really good features and a lot of different monsters. And because it's a flesh thing, it doesn't look super original either. But yeah, it's cool. It works. It's cool. It works. I liked it, especially for this com- comedic tone. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't have otherwise. But yeah, because it's like it looks cheesy while also being gross and kind of intimidating because it's so big and all the tentacles and stuff like it feels powerful because the way it like smashes stuff and like you know what i mean yeah i literally chucks a couch it's awesome it's a it's an interesting creature because it's in a mostly comedy movie so it's Mm -hmm. not very serious yeah it's weird it is weird because i'd be interested in seeing how i've seen how creatures similar to this work in other settings and they can work very serious and horrifying Uh and it's just it's interesting seeing it in a different tone that's fair it just feels very different well i assume this is similar to the blob when we watch the blob that'll be cool to see the difference because you told me the blob is fucking scary well i don't know how much we've said this or we i don't think we've said in a while bob doesn't like body horror no and at all it's one of my least favorite things the original blob is a lot of fun i think it's but it's very sci-fi kind of b-movie that's how this from the 1950s and i i feel like that's kind of what this is going for but with a more modern spin you know yeah that's why i I agree in my description it's like nothing more classic than an alien comes from space and causes problems yeah but the blob remake which is what bob wants to watch is that movie's scary now i don't obviously i don't think it's very scary i'm excited to watch it like horrifying, I guess mm-hmm. would be the word. Yeah, that's fair. Like you can kind of joke at the original blob, but the way they portray it in the remake because they make it serious is horrifying. And it, that's kind of how I feel with this movie. It's like it's very funny because the tone is funny. Yeah, but it could have been freaky. Oh yeah, if they had done more stuff with the actual tentacles and like it, I feel like this would have been more freaky for me personally if it had contained just like stuck to just Grant. Uh, and it would have like, and if it would have been more of like him stalking people and trying to get them and infect yeah. them, that would have been a much scarier movie. I mean, it skips three days where he's becoming more monstrous yeah. and, like, killing cows and stuff. Yeah, I think if it animals. showed more of him doing that. Yeah. Because I, I think the scariest part of the movie, maybe not the scariest, but the freakiest thing of the movie is not the zombies no. or the slugs because you can just close your mouth. Yeah. It's when Grant injects people with those tentacles. Mm-hmm. I think yes. if we saw a lot more of him just injecting people, Oh God, that would have been a lot more serious of a tone. Yeah. And also just freakier. And also if we'd seen him just killing more people, the kill that he, Grant kills like in Slug one person and it is fucking gnarly. Yeah. He's strong. He is scary as shit. And also the way he moves is really cool. The way he like, because when you see Grant before he becomes like a big, big slug. He moves awkwardly when he's moving slow, but then he can slither he like He can literally snake. flatten and just snake on the, and he, the way he moves in water, fucking terrifying. Yeah, it's just, it's interesting, again, to see how tone can affect the portrayal of something. Yeah, like, if it had... I, I like to switch up to the worms because it adds more uh, weight to the whole situation of, like, the whole town is now infected. It's a big problem. But also, the worms are super goofy. The worms are goofy. They're fun. You know, they're not super scary. I enjoy it. I like it. But, you know. All right. I guess moving off to Creature now. Sure. I have one more note, uh, and that's about Rooker. So that's the guy who plays Grant Grant. Yeah. He went to lengths for this movie. Really? Yeah. Interesting. Uh, you know the scene where... So he when he first starts to become, like, squiddy, yeah. and his arm, like, turns... Oh, yeah. It like goes all bendy. Yeah. And you see him run away, and he hits the lamp down and stuff. Yeah. I think it's that scene specifically. The prosthetics dislocated his arm during that scene. Oh, my as God. As he, like, runs out the door. That's fucking wild. Um, later on, when he's in, like, the full body suit. Yeah. 
Uh, it gave him permanent back issues that he has to this day. That sucks, man. Um, like, he was, like, it was horrendously painful. Oh. Uh, and also, like, during the last scenes of the movie, mm-hmm. it was apparently his birthday during <laughs> filming. <laughs> so he had to spend all day in, like, this oh weird, fucked up, painful... Flesh suit? Flesh suit, yeah. Yeah, oh. We haven't really talked about it. But, like, he was good humor about it. Like, Gunn still works with him because yeah. they're pretty friendly about this. Yeah, yeah. That makes sense. I don't know. That's really all my notes. Well, something I want to bring up. Okay. This movie is fairly gross. All of the prosthetics look good. I didn't really have any problem. I mean, some of them look kind of cheesy, but I think that's Kind of the point, I, I guess. I mean, the budget for this what one point five million? It wasn't, yeah, it wasn't a ton of money, and they did a lot with <laughs> the budget. O- obviously, one point five million is a lot of money. Not in movies, but, <laughs> but not in movie time. Mostly because uh, they have to pay people. Yeah, like, that's the big thing. And they had one... some pretty big actors in this. Yeah, I mean, like Nathan Fillion's. I don't know how big he was in two thousand six, but now, I mean, he's he's in a lot he of shit. Had just done Firefly. That yeah, and that was like his big breakout thing, right? I think so. Yeah, but that was so big. Yeah, I don't know. It's yeah. I think the practical effects look fine. Yeah, they're, I think they're cool. I think their only problem, and this is just has to do with the monster it is, it's like mm-hmm. a flesh monster, so yeah. a lot of it looks, when we get to the end, a lot of it looks the same. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's just flesh. a weird pink flesh tone, mm-hmm. and then it's slimy. Yeah, and I mean, I enjoyed like the parts of the movie where there were people like writhing around in the flesh monster. Like, that looked cool. It didn't look terrible. I actually, there's one part near the end where there's the lady stuck in like the membrane in the back of the flesh monster. That was cool. Yeah, I mean, again, it's cool it, stuff, but I've seen it before. Exactly. It's very... I don't want to say derivative, but it is. Like it, it is. We're but getting I mean, a lot of the same ideas, you it's know. It's James Gunn's like ode to mm-hmm. horror movies. Yeah. Do you have anything else? The CGI. I want to talk about that a little bit. It holds up. Not terrible. It holds up. Like I, you can tell it's CGI, but it's not awful. And also some, because I was worried when they start having to kill the kill the zombies because they're trying to kill them that it was gonna look bad. But the CGI holds up. The worms are fine. Yeah. Like, I mean, it, it looks like dated CGI in the way that you can tell it's CGI. Exactly. But it's not unwatchable. But it's and not it doesn't dated ruin it. Bad. Yeah. Yeah, that was my last little bit. Yeah, I mean, I don't really have a lot to say about this movie. I guess the last thing I could say is, would you have wanted this to be more serious? No, actually. No? I wanted more campiness. I was okay. I was hoping for more camp from it. Like, it didn't not have enough, not have campiness, but it wasn't as much as I expected. I maybe, I think what you're trying to refer to is maybe over-the-top campiness. Yeah, I was like hoping for more over, overt campiness. It does a, a serious storyline, and the characters are behaving seriously, but then they, they do something that's really funny. Yeah. And I, I think that's fine. That's James Gunn's kind of M.O. Mm-hmm. I think maybe something I would have liked to see, and I think it's probably what you were trying to say, is almost cartoonish levels yes. of silliness. That's what I wanted. Like, I don't know, if someone gets hurt but, like, walks for a couple seconds or something. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, I, I just, I was expecting it to be more more intentionally funny, but over the top. You know what I mean? Goofy, I guess. But it wasn't, and that's I, okay. Maybe absurdist is the word for yeah. humor. It's something to think about. I Again, I like this movie. I do, too. I, I enjoyed be- it. Because, it's unique because of the, the concept combined with humor. The tone. Yeah. What they did with it, yeah. And I think that makes it a good watch, and I think if it had been serious, it wouldn't have been as unique of a movie yeah however I, it would have been cool to see Grant as like a scary killer yeah I feel like he could do it that's the thing because I could tell that Michael Rooker is a good actor yeah and I think he could do something super serious well he can we've seen him well yeah but I'm Henry saying like portrait of serial killer super serious well I'm saying like in this movie I could tell that he could have done more more of a serious job but I think the problem would be the story would have to be a lot different yeah I, I think I would have liked the scene this movie as is sure maybe with some more like absurd kind of humorous scene Mm-hmm. But also just more horror. Like, 
Like, yeah. it feels like it sacrifices some actual horror for comedy. Mm. And I've seen this before, so maybe that's part of it. Sure. But there was the scenes that I could tell were supposed to be scary, and I just kind of found them funny. Same. And that's fine, because this is a comedy movie, but I think it the film would have been much better if it was able to be actually scary. Yeah, I'm... Or horrifying, whatever the word you want to use is. I, I will say, I didn't think the movie was that scary. It's definitely unsettling, because I was really uncomfortable during some of the scenes. But I think that was more because you don't like body horror. There it is. That's I, what it is. I'm fine with body horror, and I just found those scenes very funny. Really? See, I was gr- like, so gross. Like, the scene man. that almost made you vomit with the big pimple lady, Brenda, I think you found that kind of unsettling, right? Oh, yeah. I think that's the funniest scene in the movie. Really? Because she's they walk in, and she's big, and she's like, I didn't want you to see me like this. Oh. <laughs> and she's like, oh. can you... Can you just hand me a little bit of that possum over there? Oh, and then right before she explodes, she goes, "These bitches are tearing me up inside." Yeah, I just—I <sighs> thought it was very funny. No, you—you you think it's unsettling? It unsettles but me. But I'm gonna tell you that scene. I think is meant to be completely funny and not really unsettling. Yeah, gross, shocking, but oh. not like that unsettling. It, and I, it hurts my butt. It hurts my tummy. I think just if the film had had a lot more like real horror combined with the comedy, yeah, I think it would have hit harder. Mm-hmm. I can agree with that. But anything else you? want to say before we go to the recommendations no i don't think so all right who would you recommend it for bob i think if you're looking for a fun movie a fun horror comedy movie for friends this movie is fun with friends i think i think this would be yeah. a fun watch with other people but not like the thing for me with this movie is it feels like a movie you don't pay like a super huge amount of attention to no i, I can agree with that i that sounds bad because i i always usually pay attention to a movie i try but to it feels like it's one of those movies where you could really enjoy it like if you're goofing around with friends and like have having a good time, yeah, you know, and still be able to get everything you need out of this film. Mm-hmm. No, I could agree with that. Yeah, good part. Because it's film. not, I mean, it's not, there's not a lot of depth to this movie, right? Yeah, that's probably the best word for it. There's no, there's probably no depth, really. No, it's very much what you see on the screen is what is happening. The most depth in the story is there's kind of like a love triangle between yeah. Starla, Grant, and Bill. And, and Bill. Yeah. Uh, which is decent, but they, yeah, it's d- fine. They don't expand on it enough for nope. it to be deep enough for you actually to want to watch it. Yeah. Like it's basically, fine enough. Starla it's... and Bill are childhood friends, but Starla ran off with Grant because yep. he's rich. That's it. Yeah. That's that's the whole, <laughs> that's the depth of that one. I just, you know, I'm just going to put that, this is not a cinematic masterpiece or anything, so there's not a lot to dig deeper into, but it's still a fun watch and yeah. I still enjoyed it. I mean, I think my recommendation with friends, yeah. if you're looking for like a kind of a good, just chill or party movie, mm-hmm. but I think if you're looking for kind of a sci-fi creature feature mixed with a comedy, uh, that's, that's, that's that's a good one. That's how I describe this. It's a it's a com- a comedic creature feature. That's, yeah. That's about it. There's, there's not much else to that's it, man. That's probably a good summary right there. I, I can agree with that. Rating? Uh, okay. I feel like I want to give it a two and a half, but I feel like a two and a half is too harsh because it does some things I like. So I'm going to go with a three because it's very middle of the road for me. Like it's, it's middle of the road enough that I was considering giving it a two and a half, but I think the creature looks cool. I like the practicals. It's fairly gross. I like the switch up from individual parasited, like just Grant to Worms to the whole town. That's cool, and I enjoy it. And I also think not that the zombies are scary, but they add threat. They're yeah. just they're just because there are so many of them, it's overwhelming. And I think that's interesting to watch these characters navigate. Okay. And also, there are some parts of it that are really like you know what I really enjoy. And we what? didn't even talk about this when they first learn that Grant's going around like killing all these animals and stuff, and like they see him tentacle. They go to their armory and get a bunch of guns, and the weapons they have are absurd. In 
funny. And there's even a hand grenade in there. Yeah, they they confiscated it from some guy who was trying, trying to, to use it. Trying to trot fish with a hand grenade. That part of the movie is funny, and I enjoy the fact that, that like, that is an over-the-top goofy thing, right, that I enjoy. Yeah. And I wish the movie had more of that. So, yeah, three. Okay. I'm going to go with the two and a half. Okay. So, for me, this film's pretty middle of the road, right? Yeah. I think that as, like, a creature feature mixed with the comedy, it works pretty well. It's not the funniest thing ever. I I, I think it could have done some things to be more kind of laugh-out-loud funny, but I, I think it's it's pretty good. And if that's what it was trying to be, I would have given it a three. Mm-hmm. However, this film is very clearly trying to be a horror movie, you know? Yeah. A lot of the stuff is paying reference to horror movies, and there's some body horror stuff that's very reminiscent of horror movies. But I just don't think the movie's scary. It's or, not scary. And, like, you know, I, I don't really get scared by horror movies, but I can tell, right? Yeah. And this I just, mean, I wasn't screaming, or, you know what I mean? Like, you, yeah. I'm sure you could tell. I was pretty lighthearted the whole time. I was chilling. It just doesn't feel like a, a horror movie, even though it, it seems like it's attempting to do it. And, you know, you can be a scary movie, a horror movie, and not be scary. Like, Fair. Hatchet, which not is scary. a lot of fun, but it's I would still describe it as a horror movie. Oh, for sure. You know? But this movie was trying to be scary, and it just wasn't. And I feel like it could have been so much better oh, if it yeah. had been scary and <laughs> had been able to balance that with the comedy. But they sacrificed that for comedy. Mm-hmm. And so I just, I don't think it reached the goal it set out to. I think that's why I, I, I called it akin to Alien Freaks is because I personally, like, Alien Freaks scared me, right? Right. But that's because I'm afraid of spiders. But that's a purpose, like, purposely a spoof movie. Sure. And it didn't really set out to be scary. It just happened to be scary, you know? <laughs> sure. There, there's some actual scenes in that movie that are unsettling. Like, there's the one scene where the barber's sitting in the chair and the spider comes around <gasps> the other side. Yeah, that one's good. This movie, I don't think executed that well enough. Um, no, I don't think so. And But it, it got close sometimes. The, yeah, I mean, it got really close when when Grant before he between human Grant and big big worm Grant the middle form of Grant is terrifying yeah and because like, it's fast and it can fucking destroy it's awful or even like when he walks into Starla showering and we see the tentacles come out like he's gonna attack her that that unsettled me it gets close and so I think that gives it the half rating to a two and a half mm-hmm. and not a two that's fair I don't think it outright failed but I just because like you were kind of unsettled by some of the body horror stuff mm-hmm. but I, it just wasn't there for me so two and a half that's fair no, I understand that. That's all I got, though. Yeah, I think that's that's it. I think that's... We just kind about of covered everything, Benjamin. Short and sweet, because not a lot of depth. No. It's just... It's it's fun entertainment, I guess, but... Yeah. Like, I would watch this again with friends. Yeah. Like, this is something that I, I could see, like... I, me me and some other friends, we go and we have a movie night every once in a while. I would be like, hey, let's watch Slither. Like, this is fun. You wouldn't watch it on your own, would you? No. Yeah. Because it's, it's not interesting enough. Because you've already seen it. You've already... Yeah, I've had it. the thing happen. You know what I mean? But showing it to new people would be fun because they don't know what they're in for. Yeah. All right. Well, but, you know. We're going to go to the outtakes. Yeah. I guess we'll uh, see you in a bit. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the outtake section for this episode of Beware the Board. I hope you're enjoying our review of Slither so far. I think it's a fun gross watch with friends. Without further ado, let's get into the first outtake. This first one comes to us pretty early on in the movie, but we get to watch Grant Grant get stabbed and infected by the parasite. Oh, is that what they look like? They look gnarly. Ew. What? Oh! What? Oh! Oh! Oh, no! No way! Oh, this is gnarly!
This next clip is our reaction to <laughs> infected Grant Grant going out and finding himself a nice meaty snack. The fact that he's still semi-normal is weird. Like, he's still being weird, but... Oh, here we go. What's going on, Grant? Hey, buddy. He's, uh... That was a dog. He's hungry, Bob. Oh, no! Oh, no! Oh, man! That sucks. He means out here eating dogs. This next clip is our reaction to Grant revealing that he has weird chest penis tentacle things, and then he tries to get started with them, but he stops himself. The perfect fog on that. Yeah, I was about no. to say that perfectly time, perfectly placed fog on the mirror or the shower. Oh, oh my God! Let me touch you, maybe. The fog really doesn't cover it, though. Uh-uh. Looks like... Well, you, know, you ever seen cattails? When they, they get the yeah, pointy... Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, that's gnarly, dude. That's so grody. Oh. That was a gnarly parasite. Yeah, Those he, are cool. He stopped himself. He did stop himself. This next clip is Ben and I making an Always Sunny reference, as per usual, and also Grant Grant trying to convince Starla that it's just a bee sting. Lights don't work fine. You just tried six times. Didn't turn on. I think she only tried. I think it was like three, but three. whatever. What, is she Charlie's mom? I gotta do things in threes so that Charlie doesn't die. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. See, the thing is, I don't know what he did to that lady. Did he eat her? He put, or did she... He put his little penis fingers in her. Or did he impregnate her with a... Were oh hi Grant. Just a bee sting. Ah! This next clip is our reaction to Grant attacking Starla by using his tentacles and his weird stretchy arms, but Bill ends up saving the day. He's got a weird snake arm. Oh, oh my God. No, <laughs> 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 what the fuck was that? It was fucking phenomenal. This next clip is our reaction to watching Grant Grant while in his weird slug form slice a man completely in half but leave the back part of his skin intact. Oh, no way! All the way in half? Not all the way. Uh, oh! That was... Oh my god, the way it moves like that is gnarly. And that guy... This is... Wah! This is nuts. This next clip is our reaction to Worm Womb Brenda as well as her worm explosion. Oh! <laughs> Oh. My. God. What in the fuck? W dude. You ever seen Willy Wonka? Uh, that. <laughs> this is. <laughs> that's so. That's so gross. 
Slime Bob. It's so gross, dude. <laughs> it's not that gross. No. It's, it's pretty funny. She looks like a really, really big zit. Oh, God. That's disgusting, Benjamin. It's like a hair. Like, no, that's... That's so fucking gross. <laughs> like, actually. Do you mind handing me? Possible over there. <laughs> oh. Yeah, me too, man. Me and Jack got the same idea. This is, like, genuine... She's Genuinely Bob. really gross. She just looks like a pimple with some red hair on it. Shut up. Oh, my God. This is so gross, man. Like, actually. Oh, God, it's ripping. Oh, and fucking Grant's outside. Oh. Oh, this just got so much worse. Oh, my God, Benjamin. Oh, they look like little turds. Except red. I think they look like slugs. Yeah. Yeah, they do. Oh, my God. That was fucking disgusting. Can't believe fat lady made you almost vomit. Really? Bob hates fat people. Shut up. Well, at least this is really taking a turn. Cause I was ex- I was kind of happy that it was one creature, but now it's a bunch of creatures, and they're really grody. Hello, everybody. Welcome back. I hope you enjoyed the outtakes for this episode. I'm sure there were quite a few. Do we have any announcements, Ben? Come back next Friday. <sighs> yeah, next Friday's the last episode. Movie spot of this board. Oh, how exciting, Benjamin! I'm excited for the next board for category. Ah, my category. Like, you know what? I'm not going to spoil what my category is because guess what? I haven't chosen one yet. <laughs> Bob keeps switching it. I keep switching it. I know what my random recommendation is though, and I think you'll like it. Okay. But you know, be hype. Next board coming up. New categories. New movies. New shit. I'm so excited. I just think the juxtaposition between you having not decided and me deciding before the first episode is very funny. Yeah. Well, I've changed it a couple times because I fucked up and All said right. something. I shouldn't have it work <laughs> once or twice. Uh, I just get excited and I say things I shouldn't. Well, anyway, follow us on Twitter at Beware the Board. It's where I post updates for the show. If you want to know anything about the show, that's where it goes. Every Monday, I post a spoiler post for Friday's episodes. You, maybe you can watch the movie before we review it so you don't have anything spoiled. Uh, I also post every Friday the link of the episode as soon as it goes live on our Twitter. If we ever do polls or anything like that, actually, we do have an announcement. I made a TikTok for us. Oh. Follow us on TikTok or don't at Beware the Board. I'm going to work on posting extra content there soon. It'll be like shorts and stuff or like reacting to extra content on movies i'm gonna let you in on a secret uh if you don't like tiktok or you don't have it pretty much all the stuff he posts on tiktok will probably get posted on youtube shorts yeah i'll probably post both on tiktok and youtube shorts depending so, on which way you want to view you it you have options um let me think we're not on spotify or anything yet we're working on that we will be there eventually some maybe we'll be by the end of this board wherever you get your podcasts at some point but maybe we'll make it through this board without doing it <sighs> that would that would really be a time wouldn't it be listen funny. man i've it'll be a whole thing anyway uh Check us out on YouTube. You know, like, subscribe, uh, hit that bell to be notified whenever we post a new video. And, um, you know, if you have anything you think could make the podcast better, uh, you have any, like, questions for us, any movie recommendations, you know, slither into our comment section and just let us know. I was waiting on that one. All right. That's it. I think that wraps it up, everybody. I guess we'll see you next week. And remember, always beware the board.